So, this is the self-development with tactics. Book. So, today we're once again gonna go through something about Reddit or something Reddit related. I think we're gonna go through different subreddits since there is actually quite a lot of them and quite a lot of subreddits that are fucking amazing. For example, and I'm very sorry, um, for example, the uh, uh, Cool Guides subreddit, which we are probably gonna go through today just because it is fucking amazing. Um, but we're probably also gonna go through just some other subreddits and we're gonna have a look at those things. And with that being said, hello and welcome back to the next episode of the Self Development with Tactics podcast. And it is actually the second episode that I'm recording after my um, relatively long break, actually. You know, I have been just pre producing things, of course. Um, but, but yeah, you know, still, 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 it was quite some time, but I'm happy to be back. Uh, let's see. My positive message to you. Um, well, today I learned crows are about as smart as a seven year old, which is fucking insane. They make tools, recognize human faces, know the route your garbage truck takes, understand analogies, hold grudges and pass those grudges down to further generations. Which I then wonder, you know, have they been evolving throughout the generations like i mean of course there's gonna be some crows that are just uh, fucking dumb yeah just because of genetics just because of what they have um gone from previous generations but there must also then be just really 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 smart crows that have been learning a lot and i mean they do they get exponentially smarter i'm actually a tiny bit unsure to be honest but i think and i know that um they are just uh, going to 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 get smarter over time and or over the generations, I assume. Sometimes I let myself to get a little sad just to let off steam. I feel better than just discarded all the time. I think that trying to be rational 100% of the time could be a bit tiring. Maybe I'm wrong. Sometimes I let myself carried on a bit, uh, carried on by a little sadness, and actually I feel better afterwards. What do you think about it? Do I risk something worse? I've never been depressed or less sad since I've discovered Stoicism, Buddhism, etc. I think it is quite normal. I think it is just also something that I sometimes do. You know, sometimes it just really feels good to just be sad and, and let it go and don't, um, uh, you know, and, and not working against it and, and trying to maybe hold it back. But I gotta have to say that if this is the case, then I do think that you should be trying to to solve that and that you should be trying to do something about that and that you should be trying to, um, well, you know, uh, indeed solve that problem because there might be something, you know, there might, there might just be something subconsciously or consciously, but I think more or less subconsciously that you just don't really like about your life, about um, just whatever is in your life, the people, the activities, the um, the scenarios, your surroundings, your environment, all of those things. There might be just something that really makes you sad, but I think, and it is, as I said, something that I also do, sometimes I just, you know, feel sad and this is really fine. But I think it is very important to just not... Um, be sad for the sake of being sad, you know, you know, instead of just being sad because the, there was something that made you sad and there um, was something, I just realized something, I think I fucked up something quite, fuck, um, 
But yeah, I think it is a, a little bit of a dangerous thing to just then be sad because you want to be sad and stuff like that. You know, which is um, nonsensically quite. Um, da -da 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 -da. Today I learned that while many believe that Earth's oxygen comes from rainforests, tiny ocean plants called phytoplankton contribute 50 to 80% of the oxygen on Earth. Um, so yeah, let's just uh, fucking burn down trees. No. <laughs> no, we're not fucking gonna do that. Because it just doesn't make sense. Of course, I mean, there is a lot of money there. There is a lot of just um, work there as well, which is good for those people that are living there. But... But, but, but if we burn down every fucking thing, then um, we don't have enough wood to just job or to just um, quote-unquote collect, whatever you want to say, or timber in the just next generations, in the next decades, in the next years, in the next just, what is the hundred, a hundred years? I don't know. The thing is, I, I do really believe in just having sustainable, sustainable work in terms of, okay, I can also do the work in 10 years, or I can also do the work in 20 years, and I can also do the work in 50 years. But if I just get too greedy right now, then I just really don't have anything to do in the next um, 10 years. Quite. Maybe. Unless, of course, unless I'm just working really hard, but I'm also working really hard that it is really sustainable, and that I can work on it for just longer than whatever. Um... Embarrassment is the cost of entry. If you aren't willing to look like a foolish beginner, you'll never become a graceful master. I mean, quite, yeah. And, but I just also think that, that we all know that and we all agree with that. Because, of course, I mean, uh, you're not going to start like being the master. Or you're not going to start uh, being as good as the master is. And um, if you're then just going to embarrass yourself, if you're then going to look foolish, if you're then going to be just like really low self-esteem-ish... Um, not necessarily, I would say, but uh, it could be the case. And if it is the case, then it is totally fine, you know, and the right way is to just go on, move on and do something fucking great and just actually um, do what you want to do, I think. I made this kinetic typography animation about the world of jazz. Let's have a look. I like it. I really like it. Um, I like it because, very, very, very interesting reason, because it seems to be a little bit chubby. It seems to not be that fluent. It seems to be um, just, um, I mean, like stop motion, kinda. You know, it's it's not a fluent thing because if you have a look at uh, kinetic typography, uh, on YouTube and wherever, then you're just most often seeing some motion blur things, you're seeing whatever. But I guess this is just because this is how chess is. I don't know. I know because I'm not listening to chess, so I'm just assuming. I'm not really knowing. This World War One memorial, uh, where the design of the balustrades depict the, or the, whatever depict, the soldiers being memorialized by including their silhouettes between them. Ah... I mean, I mean, to just, I don't know. I mean, if we have a look at this, it is cool. It is great. But the thing is, like, nobody fucking knows that. And and I don't know if it is that a good memorial if just nobody knows what it is. I don't know. I don't know. But something that I've seen is that there's actually another subreddit, which is called Interesting as Fuck. And uh, let's actually have a look at it. Legendary scientists uh, Marie Curie... Tom 
uh, in the Pantheon in Paris or Pantheon in Paris, her tomb is lined with an inch thick of leads as radiation protection for the public. Her remains are radioactive to this day. Very interesting. Very, very interesting. But, um, but yeah, I mean, she did great things and I appreciate that. Another thing, or another thing, the Gulabi Gang of India, a gang of vigilant, I hope that I'm pronouncing this correctly, <laughs> vigilant women who track down and beat abusive husbands, rapists with canes. Is canes like just some sort of stick, I assume? But I appreciate that. I really appreciate that, even though, I mean, um, uh, fighting violence with violence is, I don't know if it is, uh, if it is the best thing. Um, or if it is just only going to lead to more violence. But, you know, it is a difficult thing. Like, it is also kind of a, uh, an ethical question, and it is like a moral question, and it is like a question about just your worldview, and just all different sorts of things. And so I believe, like, yeah. Some people are going to say this, some people are going to say that. Um, my opinion actually is... I don't know. I mean, sometimes uh, fighting just... The thing with the thing is a good idea, but not always. Like, it really depends on the scenario, and I just, in general, don't like to generalize things because it's just not leading to a lot of things, and it is quite nonsensical to a high degree um, quite often. And so I think that, that I don't know, in this sense, um, maybe physical violence. Physical violence might not be the best thing there, and... I assume that rapists and people that are just very violent and, and abusive and whatnot, they do just quite have, I guess, certain mental habits and certain habits in general that lead them to just being how they are. And and I don't know if just you you can beat that or solve that problem by beating them. Um, I don't know, something that I've been thinking about is like just showing them videos of people that are just being raped and stuff and, and how they feel and and maybe also how their family feels and maybe also how their husband feels and stuff like that. So um, I don't know. I, I think that just going into the psychological direction might be a better thing, even though, yeah. And, <laughs> and this is my problem with actually trying to just see every single fucking angle of every single fucking problem is that if you're kind of just... Um, physically attacking somebody, then you can also just get some um, mental effect, quite, I would say. Maybe it is just a whole scenario as such, uh, as a whole thing, but but yeah, I think you know what I mean. Cull side under a microscope looks like a whole bunch of mini upvotes. <laughs> That's fucking amazing. I actually wanted to upvote that, and then I thought, well, um, why didn't I upvote the other things, you know, because they were also just pretty amazing. And then I thought, well, you know, let's just not upvote anything. This is the only existing photo of Chernobyl taken on the morning of the nuclear accident. The heavy grain is due to the huge amount of radiation in the air that began to destroy the camera film the second it was exposed. Which is insane. But it is an interesting uh, uh, picture, not question, but picture. These are what stretches used in WW2 or World War II to carry in short civili uh, civilians during the Blitz. They were made out of steel so they could easily be disinfected after a gas attack. During the war around 600,000 of them were made. Some of them were repurposed as railings in post-war London. Which is pretty nice, but I... Or do I see kind of the purpose there? Well, I don't know. 
I mean, of course it is for carrying people, like, but, but um, if we have a look at it, like, there is a bump, and there is a bump, and th there you could probably just place your hands and carry things, or you just take this part there. But I don't know, maybe it is for the head to just lay on there, or something, well, or it is actually, well, well, you know, I think, uh, okay, I think it is for carrying, probably. But you then need just four people. I don't know. I don't know. Prosthetic leg made from 3D printed titanium. And it looks hella cool. And I also assume that people wearing this and or having that feel um, maybe better than people that are not having that. This perspective's photography arch credits. Ah, actually pretty cool. I think I get it. I'm actually not quite sure. Anyway, the evolution of the alphabet, which is also pretty cool. You know, and it is actually a guide. This picture taken exactly as he started the hose. Nice. Uh, meet Samuel James Bell, the first black police officer in New York in 1911, colorized by me. Colorized by uh, blah, 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 blah. I see. It's actually very well colorized. I'm not gonna lie. It's really well done. You know, I thought that it, I actually thought that it is some sort of a wax puppet thingy thing, model, whatever. But yeah. This partially hidden Buddha state uh, statue surrounded by lavender fields in Japan. And it looks massive, but it looks pretty cool. And I actually appreciate this kind of architecture. Um, I also just in general appreciate ar architecture um, because, because I don't know, I think it is just some arty thing. And, um, but I don't know, like just, it is pretty cool. But I wonder why it is hidden like that. Hmm, who knows? Elephant in Thailand receiving a new prosthetic leg, which is amazing. Sea volcano eruption from space. Uh huh. The small dot is Mercury in front of the sun. <laughs> I mean, the sun is massive. I mean, just have a look at that shit. How tiny is that motherfucker? And then you're having those sunstorms, I think they're called, and all sorts of things. It is interesting. Asian Japanese uh, preserved tattoo and skin. With all the right paperwork, you can get your tattooed, tattooed skin preserved friend within 18 hours after you die. I see. But I mean, like, uh, I like the style of tattoos and I also like the way they're doing them. And also like the fact that it is quite always full body. Like there's, there's different names for different uh, types of these full body tattoos. Uh, sometimes they're not fully full body. Uh, in terms of, uh, for example, having in the middle of your chest some, or in the middle of your body, quite uh, a line where there's nothing, and they all have different names, as I said. But but I appreciate that. You know, it's it's a different style. They look very 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 um, harmonic, in terms of like it is one whole thing, and it just works together very well. And yeah, from a seed in thirty, growing avocado free uh, tree from a seed in 33, 43 days. I'm sorry. Pretty cool. Rainstorm after Denver City. Um, but I do want to have a look because it's a little bit boring. Cool. Uh, cool guides. And now we're going to have a look at cool guides. The difference between Sativa and Indica. Ah, yeah. What is that? How to make a backpack from a pair of pants in an emergency. I mean, it's, uh, it could work. Yeah. Interesting. Different forms of color blindness. Normal vision. Deuter anomaly, uh, protanopy, and we're having uh, tree tanopia. 
And yes, it's protanopia and not whatever I said. Uh, not being political, but a lot of people don't really understand the world. Early warning signs of fascism. Fascism. Fasc fasc well, never mind. Powerful and continuing nationalism. Disdain for human rights. Identification of enemies. Scapegoats as a unifying cause. Cause, I'm sorry. Supremacy of the military, rapant sexism, controlled mass media, obsession with national security, religion, and government are interwined, um, which does not always necessarily have to be the case, but I think, as you said, it is an, an indicator or can be. Corporate power is protected, labor power is suppressed, disdain for, inte uh, disdain for intellectuals and the arts, obsession with crime and punishment, rampant chronism and corruption, and fraudulent elections which is by Lawrence W. Britt, if you wonder. A full guide to Minecraft enchanting, which is, looks pretty cool, but I'm not that interested in that. How to wear a non-medical fabric mask safely. Okay, do's, and then there's gonna be don'ts, but we are first of all gonna go through the do's. So what should we do? Clean your hands before touching the mask. Inspect the mask for damage or if dirty. Adjust the mask to your face without leaving gaps on sides. Cover your mouth, nose, and chin. Avoid touching the mask. Clean your hands before removing the mask. Remove the mask by the straps behind the ears or head, and not by touching the mask. Uh, pull the mask away from your face. Store the mask in a clean plastic uh, receivable bag. Resealable, I'm sorry, bag. If it is not dirty or wet and you plan to reuse it, remove the mask by the straps when taking it out of the bag. Wash the mask in soap or detergent, preferably with hot water at least once a day. Clean your hands after removing the mask. I see. Don't. Do not use a mask that looks damaged. Do not wear a loose mask. Do not wear the mask under the nose. Yes, fucking important. Do not remove the mask where there are people within one meter. Do not use a mask that is difficult to breathe through. Yes, because it's just not good for you. Do not wear a dirty or wet mask and do not share your mask with others. Because yes, and it is actually from the... Uh, World Health Organization. A fabric mask can protect others around you to protect yourself and prevent the spread of COVID-19. Remember to keep at least one meter distance from others, clean your hands frequently and roughly and avoid touching your face and mask. Right, 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 right. Agnostic and atheists are not mutually exclusive labels. Um, doesn't claim proof exists. Agnostic theists and agnostic atheists does believe in gods. Agnostic theist and gnostic theist does claim proof exists. Gnostic atheists and gnostic theists doesn't believe in gods. Ag agnostic atheists and gnostic atheists. So whenever you're an atheist, atheist, then you're not believing in just God or something. It's a little tedious, but this decision pyramid has helped me work through a lot of complicated choices. Well, it's a little bit too too, too much for me to go through. Be an expert. I'm gonna have a look at this. Um, we are gonna have Lagos or Lagos, I don't know, and um, ales. Lagos have a crisper taste due to their fermentation process. They are fermented for longer um, and at lower temperatures, mellowing the beer and creating a smoother taste. Ales are sweet, full-bodied and varying color depending on the grains used during brewing. Many ales contain hops, which uh, add a bit of flavor to contract or counteract, I'm sorry the sweetness. I think I could also, well, it's actually better like that. So we're gonna have the Pilsner, then we're gonna have Oktoberfest. 
Pilsner, uh, straw colored, highly carbonated and low in alcohol. Oktoberfest, full bodied and dark brown, drank in October. No, not necessarily. You know, just because it's Oktoberfest. Like, yeah, the Oktoberfest is in October. Um, yeah, anyway. Then we have Bock, sweet and dark with widely ranging flavors. Dunkel, which stands for dark, and this is German. Um, dark amber with smooth flavors familiar to coffee. This sounds actually pretty good. Key, beer name. Description of beer and flavors present, well, what is hobby, what is multi, glass guide, uh, what to try, like Budweiser, uh, okay, anyway. Ales, porter, dark and heavy with a burnt flavor, stout, roasted, non-malted, sweet with caramel aromas, amber, sweet from excess malt and surprise, amber colored, Irish ale, deep red in color with malty and sweet flavors, pale ale, malty, hoppy with fruity aromas, and Indian pale ale, uh, which is IPA, extremely bitter and, ex and amber colored. And then we have wheat, pale, highly carbonated and commonly fruity. Um, so what is multi, what is just hoppy, never mind. And then we have some uh, quote-unquote suggestions, like, like, like Budweiser. Zhuingling traditional lager, this amber lager with a subtle caramel sweetness is staple for summer days. Like Guinness, Founders Porter with strong caramel and chocolate flavors, the porter is one of the best around. Uh, like Blue Moon, then you should try the uh, Hörgarten Wit beer, I guess. Soft taste and slight citrus flavors make this beer easy to drink. Yeah, okay. Like Heineken, uh, Lagunitas Pils, uh, Czech style Pils, na Pilsner that is light, smooth, and refreshing. And with that being said, I think that I'm gonna end the episode there. So I wish you the best health of happiness and also success, and also hope that you're gonna remind yourself and you're gonna be remembered, which basically means your legacy and basically means just being a nice person and then also being remembered as a nice person, which is a pretty fucking cool thing. Three other questions that I'm having you are why are you here? What are you trying to change and what is bothering you the most? These three questions. Uh, hopefully going to show you your purpose and maybe even a business idea, which is a fucking cool thing. Um, one other question that I have for you is, what could you particularly say? We can do a lot of things. We can create a lot of things, but saying something is very easy. So what could you say? What could we say that is really going to change somebody's life and is really going to make somebody's life better? Because I totally believe that we all can do something. And yeah, um, with that being said, I'm hopefully going to see you the next time. Bye bye. I wish you the best from the bottom of my heart. And yeah, uh, bye, I guess, or something. Have a nice day or night or noon or whatever it might be.